Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Very happy to have you here, my friend. I uh, hope you had a happy Thanksgiving and all that stuff. Uh, if you're like me, you probably ate way too much. But um, yeah, Christmas around the corner, so uh, we have that going on. On this show, we'll get a review of Norwegian Pearl, a ship that sails out of Miami seasonally. Before we get to that, don't forget to uh, hook up with us on Facebook. Just search Cruise Radio News on Facebook or check out Cruise Radio News. It's our daily Quick Hits of the News. It's a podcast. And if you want to find out more about that, just check out the show notes at cruiseradio.net. We always like to get your cruise reviews here on the show. If you have one you'd like to share, shoot me an email, Doug, at cruiseradio.net. Tommy just returned back from a four-night sailing. It was a special themed music sailing from the country group Florida Georgia Line on board Norwegian Pearl out of Miami. Tommy's on the line with us this evening. What's up, Tommy? Hey, Doug. How are you? Good, man. I don't even know where to start because this cruise looked so cool. So let's start from the beginning, and I'll ask you, give us some pre-cruise thoughts on what made you want to sail this cruise and Norwegian Pearl. It's kind of crazy, as you, uh, as we've covered a few times. I work in a country bar up here, uh-huh. and uh, just talking to some of the customers, we just, you know, you always, this one girl in particular came in, she started talking about country music, and she alerted me to the fact that this cruise exists. Within two hours of continuing to have a conversation, uh, we kind of committed to booking this cruise and looking for two more people to try to find a, uh, a foursome because it was actually a great price too, 500 plus 250 in taxes and fees. And uh, so that, that was kind of the, you know, the genesis of what made me pick this cruise. Nice. Now, I know you're up in New York and the cruise is out of Miami, so you had to fly down to Miami. Or you took, Did you fly or take a train? I took a train. Yeah, that's interesting. How, how yeah. was that experience? The train was cool. I was mean, it? as long as you get a room, if you get a room, it's very relaxing. It's nice. You see the whole country. Uh, the meals are included. They actually have decent food, had some barbecue, and it was great. I enjoyed it very much. That'd be uh, probably some good recovery time, too, huh? Oh, exactly. Much needed <laughs> and rest and pre-rest. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, before you actually board the ship, I, I saw you on Facebook saying there was a, a pre-cruise concert, like by Kenny Chesney. Did he do a private concert just for you guys? You know that's crazy. That was um, that was not even having anything to do with the cruise. Uh-huh. There are some perks, I guess, doing what I do. And our uh, Corona rep had offered that to me probably six months ago to go mm-hmm. to that. And I was like, uh, you know, I'm, I love Kenny, but I don't know if I'm going to go to Miami for a one night concert. Yeah. Once I booked this cruise, I got back in touch with her, and this was just like, I mean, fate. I said, what what date was that concert? And uh, she had told me it was the 6th of November, and the cruise just happened to be leaving on the 7th. Nice. So that worked out perfectly. Yeah, totally. So uh, you get to Port Miami. Talk to us about embarkation aboard Norwegian Pearl, because uh, I embarked on Norwegian Escape next door to you, and it was a little slow. I won't, I won't lie. How was your embarkation? I was going to say, uh, from being used to embarking out of New York, mm-hmm. it was a breeze. It was, like, it was like getting to the DMV at a quarter to nine in the morning. It was great. <laughs> Flew right through. And I don't know if that was just a unique experience. And we did get there a little bit late, but I was expect I was I was ready to go through hell because I just knew there would be a bunch of nut jobs on this boat ready to go in line. And I was right through though, Doug. Honestly, it was kind of crazy. How uh, how long from curb to the ship? Curb to the ship, I'm going to estimate probably no more than 
15, 20 minutes. Wow, that is really good then for Miami. Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your first impressions once you boarded Norwegian Pearl. Once I got on the ship, I mean, you got to remember, this was just the, the adrenaline. We just, this is the type of thing we were just so excited about because it's almost just like I love country music. I love cruising. Those are two of the, my favorite things in the world. Mm-hmm. Combining the two in one experience was amazing. So I had previously been on the gym. I kind of, um, I guess, put in my, I had the mindset that this wasn't necessarily going to be like a cruise cruise, obviously. Mm-hmm. It was going to be more like a music festival with some aspects of cruising that I love and just happen to be on the on, on a ship. So getting on the ship, the first impressions were incredible. Everybody was in the same mindset we were. There's a camera that follows you, and everybody's just kind of amped up um, and ready to go. You see all the... Uh, the sets being built, the lighting being, the crew's hard at work, and you're just having some drinks and getting ready and re- ready to get that mustard drill in the uh, in the rear view, you know? Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, how would you, you said you've been on gym before. Uh, how would you compare this ship to gym as far as first impressions go? It's crazy. Annoyingly enough, exactly the same yeah. for me. Okay. It's the same ship, I guess, basically, right? I don't know if you've been on both of them. Or? Uh, I've only been on Pearl. never been on gym before, I don't think. Uh, so I'll take your word for <laughs> it. There was not a thing that I recognized that was different oh. whatsoever. Cool. So uh, you make your way to your stateroom. Uh, what kind of stateroom did you have, and what did you think of it? Well, just before we did that, you guys just got to walk you through this this mustard drill experience. Okay. First, because <laughs> it was hysterical. You know, this is you know on these steam cruises they usually have the main act to do like a sail away, mm-hmm. like so you know they do a sail away concert, and they they didn't you know. Cut, cut any corners with this with this concert. Full stage, full lighting, full you know truss system, and I mean it was smoke. You know it was crazy. So they're all setting up for that, and we we all have to go to the mustard drill, and we go through it and we take our time with it. And there, we could see everybody wants no part of this drill. Right. Once this mustard drill ends, I have to tell you it was one of the most unique experiences. It felt like an earthquake. Nobody went near any elevators. Pick if you can picture. 2,000 people on deck six and seven, mm-hmm. the minute being of being dismissed, when I say a stampede up <laughs> these stairs, and the whole ship was vibrating, and we just get upstairs, it was just, it was incredible. So we did that before the staterooms, nice. and that was, that was great. We, we didn't even see the room before the, uh, before the, before the concert started, and then um, we go to the concert, go back to the room, and, you know, there's... Poor me. I know you're going to be feeling bad for me, but it was me and three other women in the oh, room. Oh, man. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's tough. Well, it actually kind of was tough in certain I'm try sure to, it was. Try to, try to get in the shower when there's three women in a room. Right, right, right. Yeah, it could get interesting or fun. But the room was just an inside room, and it was fine. I really was, like, wondering. I was I was wondering if I was going to dread it because I've done the balconies. I've done the suites. Uh, I've done the – and I've done them all, and I've always kind of, like, said, you know, if there's any possible way I can get a balcony with a decent price, I go for the balcony. Mm-hmm. So I was worried about that a little bit, but honestly – Dug a freaking six six hours, eight hours a day to sleep in that room, and that was it. So yeah. it really mattered. It actually helped because of the blackout factor. Well, even with four four of you in there, how was it as far as like this space and all that? The arrangements were there was it was just a uh, what was it? It was two beds, two regular beds, mm-hmm. one pull out cot that basically made it just like a wall of beds, and then one bed from the ceiling that I was underneath. So one girl slept on the top bunk of me. I'm on one bed, and then there's two other beds in there. And you gotta, you gotta, you gotta remember though. I told you, so I, these are girls that I've known probably for about a month total. Okay. That's it. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was kind of crazy. So they, they're, uh, we're just all just 
packed in there like sardines, but really it, it affected us zero. That, that's awesome. So let's talk about yeah. dining for Norwegian Pearl. Of course, Norwegian Cruise Line known for freestyle dining, eat when you want, where you want, whenever you want. So uh, what were your thoughts of yeah. dining aboard Pearl? And again, going back to the fact that this being not necessarily like a cruise cruise, mm-hmm. yeah. I usually take part in all that stuff. I usually make sure I see all the all the restaurants, the steakhouse, I do it all. You know, On this one, it was all bets were off. You had a schedule for these shows and these concerts. You wanted to see them all. They had so much to do, and it was so much fun that really, we every single day, two buffet trips a day. <laughs> no, no specialty. No Cagney's, no, no dining yeah, not, rooms. Yeah, we weren't sitting down at Cagney's. We weren't going to miss any of these shows because it was just like, you know, you got a lot of times you had to make decisions which show you wanted to see. The lineup, I mean, just give it, just to give it to you, it was, it was very, very strong. Florida Georgia Line, Dustin mm-hmm. Lynch, Sam Hunt, Frankie Ballard, Eric Pasley, Ken Ann Smith, Dallas Smith, and uh, weirdly enough, Jason Derulo. <laughs> yeah, that, that is interesting. And uh, for, yeah. the, for the listeners who don't know, in the country world, those are all very big artists for the country music uh, folks. Yeah, I should have uh, so, prefaced that. If you, yeah, you know, and, be and, the country. But if you like, if you know country, those yeah. are that's a great that's I'm, a great lineup. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of. Actually, uh, Dustin Lynch opened up for someone I saw recently here in Jacksonville, uh, Luke Bryan, I think, and he was really, really, really? good. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, yeah. No, I was going to say the the number one moment since you mentioned Dustin, the m- number one moment of the cruise was sitting in the hot tub with about seven strangers, <laughs> passing a bottle of Fireball around, Ugh. and on, in the middle of the Caribbean, under the stars, Dustin Lynch pulls up a bench, pulls up a stool, slows it down, and just does a ridiculous rendition of Red Ragtop by Tim McGraw. It See, was amazing. That's why these, these, these theme cruises, and if the listeners have never taken one, they really should consider taking one if you're in, into music because a couple years ago, the Blake Shelton cruise, it was the same way. Like Lee Bryce was walking around with his guitar and just like going to random bars and just picking and grinning. It was so awesome, just like watching it, these it, people. You're absolutely right. And at one point, they just do things they won't normally do mm-hmm. on like regular shows and stuff like that. They they know they're amongst real fans. They know the security's you know pretty tight. You know they're jumping into the into the into the crowd. And you know what's crazy? They get them to do all these these random stuff. It's <laughs> like name that tune with Eric Pasley. And look, this was my second highlight of the cruise. We go to see Bingo. Bingo with hosted by Dustin Lynch on okay. the second day. <laughs> I've never seen this guy without his cowboy hat on. He shows up. Doug, he was annihilated drunk <laughs> hosting bingo. He had a, they had a real they had a regular bingo guy, somebody who works for the cruise ship, like kind of running the whole thing and then Dustin was there just to kind of commentary. He was cursing, he was stumbling around laughing, having a blast. Just showing you like a side of him that you're not going to see unless you're in the, you know in the middle of the Caribbean. He actually went it, went it was he was so drunk he actually apologized it on the last night on his big show. He's like Big shout out to everybody who was at Bingo. I apologize. <laughs> that is the rarest form you will ever see me in. And he started laughing. It was great. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, as far as the uh, you you touched on some of the entertainment, but how was the inter- like the entertainment set up around the ship? I, I assume there wasn't like the normal Broadway shows right. and all that. Exactly. They had the main stage was like they went they went basically like it was like a festival. They went main stage was on the on the deck. They actually covered the pool, and so you're you're standing on the pool if you if you're in the front row, or whatever. So they covered that up. Um, they left one pool open that you could use, but one was covered. The main atrium, interestingly enough, was a concert venue. They transformed that into a concert venue. I thought that was kind of weird, but it worked out. The uh, main, uh, I guess, the main theater was also the Stardust was also a venue. 
And, you know, if you're familiar with the gem or the pearl, they have an uh, area called Bar City where it's just the martini bar, the whiskey bar, the champagne bar, and um, that's, almost, that's a smaller live music, a little bit more intimate setting. So that's where they set everything up. It definitely wasn't a typical cruise in any way, like I said. Yeah, awesome. Now, uh, did you have any sea days? Yeah, it was. there were two sea days. Cool. Uh, how was the ship laid out as far as all the passengers being on the ship, uh, as far as the general flow, both inside and outside of the ship? Yeah, the flow was basically like, you know, it was... It, the sea days what it was about. Like, you uh-huh. wanted the sea days. Like, right. Cozumel was like, there wasn't much of a lineup. They had one excursion that you could do in Cozumel, and that was pretty much it. But the sea days was, was where the fun was. Mm-hmm. And... um that's when all the shows were built, like wall-to-wall. You're talking 11 a.m. to, like, 2 a.m. Then they set up the Spinnaker Lounge for karaoke. They did Q&As here. They did acoustic shows here. It was just the sea days were, were the funnest part of it. Um, the belly flop competition, I know that's just a typical cruise thing to do. But, you know, like I tell you, I usually am the guy running around the cruise ship looking for the party. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and I'm trying to find, you know, amongst all the families and elderlies and, you know, kind of anniversaries, I'm looking for, like, where the action is. Mm-hmm. Doug, in this cruise, I, I couldn't keep up with these kids. This is, <laughs> this is where the action was all over the place. And I had to find myself, you know, taking little breaks because I just was outdone by these people. But the belly flop competition was not like a typical belly flop competition. You got, I mean... It was just it, it was it was four and a half days of just pure bliss, including the sea days. That's awesome. As far as I know, Florida Georgia Line they were the headliners on this cruise. Did you actually see them around the ship? Yeah, they yeah. were um, they were walking around a little bit. They got to be careful because you know, I mean, these girls I'm sure. are pretty aggressive in their pursuit <laughs> of these uh, entertainers. So I understand. I'm not one of those kind of like star chases where like mm-hmm. i'm you know i i can i i'm i'm gonna not bother them basically i'm the guy that doesn't bother them but just kind of like admires them and enjoys it from afar but uh yeah you saw them all over the place they were walking around they were doing shots they were uh definitely uh enjoying themselves the spot to catch them if you really wanted to catch them was post 1 a.m at the casino as you can probably imagine oh yeah i'm sure uh, how about the ports you hit on this sailing you mentioned cozumel what was the other one that was it. Just Cosmo oh, wow. was the only one. Okay, and uh, so what did you do there? We got up, and this was my theme the whole time, like, you know, with the three girls in the room. I was like, I'm not getting out of bed until you're all out of the room because mm-hmm. it's, just, it's, just a, it's just war otherwise, looking for <laughs> showers and bathrooms and everything. So, like that. so they said, all right, so they, they got all done. and like, all right, we're going to get off the ship. We're uh, going up to this pool deck. Meet us up there. Get up. By the time I get up there, they said, change your plans. We're not going anywhere. We're getting in line for Sam Hunt, who's doing the sail away party at uh, sail away performance at 4.30. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, look, it's Mexico. It's right there. Let's go. And they're like, oh, well, let's let's stay. I'm like, no, well, I'm going to at least touch soil in Mexico. Sure. So I went solo and walked around. <laughs> Cozumel, I think I've heard a couple of times on your show, a couple of times that uh, you've mentioned it wasn't an overly overwhelming, you know, so much to do type of port. And I definitely kind of got that sense of him as well, unless you book like a, a an excursion or whatever. But um, just the one thing, I just walked around a little bit. It was nice. It was cool. The one thing that stuck out is that they were very, very aggressive as far as trying to sell you stuff if you mm-hmm. walk around any, any of the shopping areas. And you know you do get that in most of uh, some of the ports, not all the ports, but a lot of the ports you get that. But it wasn't necessarily in an intimidating, like uh, threatening way like it was in when I went to the uh, Dominican Republic and uh, Samana. That was like a little bit scary where, you know what, maybe get back on the ship. Yeah, yeah. But this was, they were nice, but they were definitely aggressive and uh could tell they had their pre-rehearsed american lines the one guy goes 
sir, sir, T-shirt, T-shirt, sir, for you, for your girlfriend. I'm like, no, 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 thanks. He's like, T-shirt for the neighbor's girlfriend? <laughs> and, and they they try to, you know, you know, they, they actually will get close to you and actually try to get you to sell, get you to buy drugs from them. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting out there. There's different ports. Um, so in closing here, do you have any first-time tips for people who are either considering a themed cruise like this or who are sailing on Norwegian Pearl? Only one. Do not hesitate. Okay. Book a themed cruise. If there's, I, 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 I found myself looking up other themed cruises. What you get is just a bunch of like-minded guests with the same interests who are just as amped and pumped up to go on this cruise. You get, you know... There's, I guess, some of the pop. There's a lot of them. There's a Kid Rock one. There's a Comedians one. There's a Outlaw Country one. There's tons of them out there. There's a, a Paramore, uh, Parahoy cruise that is very, very popular. Um, not my thing, but I cannot recommend these theme cruises enough. I would say, do not expect a typical, relaxing, shut down kind of uh, in, enjoyable cruise. And I'm, I'm excited to get back to one of those. But just don't expect that, but really, really, I could not recommend a theme uh, a theme cruise enough. Just there's something to be said for, like I said, just sitting under the stars in the Caribbean, the boat's rocking a little bit. You're all, like I said, you know, pardon the pun, on the same boat mm-hmm. on this adventure, and they really, really vibe with you, and they really, really connect with you, the artists and stuff like that. So I. Hundred percent recommended. Yeah, I did. I did a country cruise last January, and I did notice that, like you know, once when you're in an elevator on a normal cruise ship, no one really wants to talk to each other. But when you're in an elevator on like on a theme cruise like this, like you said, like-minded people and so much conversation going on. Absolutely, hundred percent. Awesome. We've been talking with Tommy. He just returned back from his sailing aboard Norwegian Pearl out of Miami. Tommy, thanks for being on the show, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you, Doug. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer.